Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Palmer Grab podcast with Neil and Paddy again. And um, just wanted to. Start off in some, with something a bit of a good note first before we get into some strange happenings that are going on in the world of football at the moment. And the good news that we have is that we've signed with the Sports Social Podcast Network, and we are absolutely thrilled to do so. Um, nothing changes with our podcast. We just have the backing of uh, of some people who maybe are a small bit more knowledgeable about the podcast game than we are, and we're delighted to have them on board, uh, or to be on board with them, should I say. Please check them out, Sports Social Podcast Network. Um, you never know, you might find other sports uh, there that you might uh, like some podcasts from and also you might find some podcasts of some clubs that we think have done a really treacherous thing overnight and essentially have sit, uh, have been seditious in their nature in wanting to to sort their own cartel and that's really what we're going to talk about today and uh, namely the six Premier League clubs in that I think we should name and this would probably be the last name the last time that we actually mentioned them by name um, on this podcast, because going forward, should they continue to go with the Super League, they will be uh, non-entities to us um, due to their selfish nature. But Manchester United, team number one, full of sedition. You have to expect it from those guys. The Glazers have ruined, have done nothing but be a ruinous financial vacuum for Manchester United since they came in there. Uh, Manchester United haven't won uh, uh, Premier League since 2013. Uh, Alex Ferguson has come out and said that he disagrees with this move. Um, we have Chelsea, once again, probably the forefather, Roman Abramovich, has been the forefather of the debt of football, bringing the money in, uh, oligarch money into the, into, um, the Premier League. Obviously, um, there are people that are alive right now that don't know that Chelsea used to be an absolute nothing mediocre tread the water club before, and uh, it's yeah. amazing what money does. Manchester City, state-sponsored uh, football club. Um, you know, should have been sanctioned by the UEFA with regards to FFP. They weren't, and now look where we are. You know, the it's it's all these little things matter. All these little things matter. Then you have um, God, uh, you have Liverpool, a club I'm really disappointed in, and I think most Liverpool fans should be disappointed in their club for this. The working man's club, the Shankly Gates. The I think what did what did Bill Shankly say? He had some fantastic um quote about fans and that the fans are football club and it was it was the encapsulation of, of everything there is to be Liverpool. Well, best of luck. I hope there's a lot of Liverpool fans in Malaysia or wherever this wherever this uh the, this project is going to take clubs to go play in the future because uh I'm very disappointed in Liverpool. You know, a traditional football club, a club that I've got I had a lot of respect for. Um but 
diminished overnight. And then you've got the two jokers in the pack, f- figuratively and literally as well, with uh, Tagalong Daniel Levy, who just decides that, oh, wait, I'll get in here because Joe Lewis, deci- Joe Lewis doesn't have enough money in $3.9 billion, which he won't spend on Spurs himself, by the way. And then you've got Cronky as well, another uh, cranky Cronky. Uh, won't spend any money. Like they've they've got two billionaires. They don't need this. They've got billionaires who can spend money on their clubs if they want to. But this is the pursuit of greed and the pursuit yeah. of money. And I think that that's really what it is. And Paddy, uh, my monologue has gone on for just coming up to four minutes now. But <laughs> it's a sad and, and a frustrating time to be a fan of football. To be honest with you, not just an Aston Villa fan. Um, for once, I think I'm sitting here in an Aston Villa jersey, and you're not. But this kind, this crest means a small bit more to me today than it did last night when I went to bed because mm. as of now and as of the recording of this, our owners and Christian Perslow has come out and said that they wouldn't be interested in this. And look, I know it's easy for people to say that, yeah, well, you're not interested because you weren't asked. You weren't asked to be part of it, so it's very easy not to be interested. But it means a small bit more today to wake up and, and, and to be part of a football club that actually wants to be a football club and not a, you know, a publicly listed or run company. What do you think, Paddy? Tell me, tell me what, what what's your views in it? I've gone on for nearly five minutes now on my soliloquy. <laughs> well, I'm disgusted by the whole thing, you know, and it, it, it's interesting what you said there about what Porzlow said. And the first thing that hit me, this, you know, I, I lay in bed thinking about it last night. The one thing that hit me, oh, my overriding emotion was, it could have very easily have been us. If, if, we'd, if we'd have got those... 2008, 2009 Champions League spots, would we have pushed on from there? Would the money have been enough to keep Randy Lerner's interest in, in the club, to pump more money into the club? And we could be a top four team for the last 10 years. And we could be talking about us in the same breath as, as the likes of Spurs and people shaking their head. You know, Spurs haven't won the league since 1961. That's, yes. It's just like, I'm actually embarrassed that Villa haven't won the league since 1981. I was only five years of age when that happened. Spurs haven't won it since 1961, and they're included. I, I, I refuse to call them Big Six, because it's not the Big Six. Bear in mind, Arsenal are ninth in the league and doing absolutely nothing all season. They're not the Big Six. They're the greedy six. Absolutely greed. That's all it is. Um, and, you know, it could have very easily been us, and you got to put yourself in the position now of saying, what if it was us? Would you be happy? Because you know, I I sent I sent messages today as as I told you earlier um, to five, uh, actually seven different people because I didn't get the answer I desired from the Man U fan who said it was a good idea. So I texted another Man U fan who also said it was a good idea. So it left me completely scratching my head. Um, as you know, my father is a Man City fan, and his reply was it's treason, and he doesn't think it will go ahead anyway. That's the, where I'm leaning towards. I think there's going to be such a hullabaloo. You know, like this has taken over the whole the whole news for the last 24 hours, and it will for the, for as long as this goes on. It will. Um, you know, Liverpool are playing tonight. Uh, you you've you've told me that you believe there's a, a protest at Ellen Road against them. Um, Seems to be, yeah. You know, I I don't I don't know whether that's directed properly because. I wouldn't blame the players and I wouldn't blame Jurgen Klopp for this. The same way I don't blame Pep Guardiola or the Man City players. Um, this is all about the owners and the people who have a vested interest in getting their money back out of clubs. And that's really what it is. These are hedge funds. Like when you hear the words, the clubs in conjunction with JP Morgan, just give it a break. At that yeah. stage, the, the, the seriousness of this should be it should be magnified when you hear that. Like, why, why, why should a bank be involved in this? Like, why is a vulture fund, JP Morgan, involved in this? Like, yeah. what has that got to do with football? And look, I know the banks loan loan money to football clubs every every day of the week, and yeah, they're a necessary evil when you need it. And we needed them to get out of this hole we were in under Tony Shea. But come on, when you're when you're literally threatening the the very essence, and, and this hits us as Aston Villa fans more, and I'll get into that in a moment. It should hit us as Aston Villa fans more. When you train the very essence of the joy of, of somebody thinking that I could be playing for, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say Solihull Moors, and that we could get into the FA Cup, or we could play against X, Y, or Z, and we could beat them. 
you know? Yeah. The clubs say, yes, I want to stay in the Premier League and we want to play in all the competitions and this is just a replacement for the Champions League. If you believe that, you're even a small bit more daft than they think that you are because this is a, this is the, the toes in the water. The Super League is the toes in the water. When that starts to escalate, what they will do is they will turn into a global league and it will be like... it's it's the, What I mean by the global league is that they'll extend it. Like, yes, they'll, br- they'll bring more clubs into it and then they'll just really close up shop. And then there will be no access into it. It will be a complete separate entity altogether. So, like, if you, it's there for twenty-three years, if you think they really are going to are, are going to going to stop at that, and this call me cynical, but that's where it's going. Like the clubs have broken rule L nine in the in the Premier League. Look it up. You cannot sign up to a. I'm not, this isn't verbatim, but you cannot sign up to an unsanctioned league or competition. And then expect to be allowed to play in the Premier League or anything run by the FA. The rule mm. is there. So these clubs have signed up to this league knowing that they will, will be kicked out of their domestic leagues and calling the domestic leagues bluff. And that's what makes me even fucking more sick because being part of the club where William McGregor set up the Football League and set up essentially was the father of the football pyramid in, in, in the UK. And then to have six clubs... Six clubs that are, are claiming financially that oh it's, it's 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 all because of finances. It's all because of finances. Yet every single one of them are billionaire owners. Arsenal, Arsenal sacked off was a 50 staff during the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. And now it's they're saying, Oh yeah, up. this is great. I can yeah. we can turn our nose up at the, at the Premier League money and then go for more money here. What a shit house of a club after that. Like that is a disgrace. You know, there's a lot, a lot, lot, lot wrong here. And I've, I'm incoherent with my where I was going with this whole story and what's news as a lot of people out there I'm sure, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but like this is like like this is amazing. It's amazing the way that they have the gall to think that ah the pandemic is here, perfect opportunity. Let's go and let's say that that this that the coronavirus caused this. When the reality of this is it's free market economics and that's absolutely fine. I've got no problem with it. But what what the problem here is that. These clubs are owned essentially by investors, by hedge funds, by by investment companies. And the second that a pothole arrives in the road in the form of coronavirus, they throw their toys out of the pram and then they go away and they go, no, we need to protect ourselves from more money. We we can't be putting our own money into this, whatever happens. We certainly can't. Uh, you lowly clubs down there, you can put your money into your clubs. We'll just go over here and we'll make like three billion over the course of 10 years. Disgraceful. Sickening bullshit, it, it, isn't it? It is sickening and... Uh... I hadn't heard it today, but uh, and I'm probably going to paraphrase what what was said. But Stephen said there was Sky Sports made a statement that one of the six greedy six made a statement today. They didn't name who it was, and basically it was money is first, fans are second, and it yeah, just blew, I, it just blew I, me away. What was it? Uh, I can't remember his name uh, on Sky. Uh, I can't remember his name. But he said today that he had gotten a text from a board member that said our primary aspect is uh, generating revenue for this football or generating revenue for our company. Didn't even call it a football club. Yeah, didn't even call it a football well, about club. The PLC. It's not. It's not about the fans. Like th- this is just another step in, in killing the game, and it will kill the game because you're going. You're going to have a situation where where these six clubs go off to play big games probably every second week every season and they're going to be resting players for Premier League games and it just no Paddy Paddy they're not going to be in the Premier League that's the thing they cannot ever be in the Premier League again they shouldn't be yeah. the, and this, this is probably be. because the Premier no, League needs them the Premier, the League, Premier League, League the Premier League but that's not the point this is yeah. this is about more it's about more than just the Premier League. Like if they, like, if those six teams are allowed back into the Premier League, I can guarantee you the fourteen teams will will cause ruckus. But what happens next season? Uh, Villa win the league next season. Win yeah. by win by a country mile. Spend the money, get it done, and that will be tarnished as being. Well, I can give I can give two shits, Paddy. What mm. I think what what it is here. I know what you're saying, but I think what it is here is. The, the only equivalent I have for this, and it's a bad equivalent because it was successful, but it was successful because, because not because of it was done from a righteous point of view and it wasn't a closed shop whereby you couldn't join and you couldn't grow from the ground up, is darts. 
So the PDC splintered off from the BDO Darts because the BDO Darts is being run like an archaic organization. I love the BDO Darts. I'm so disgusted and sorry with myself. I never made it to the Lakeside to see a world championship in Darts. I've never done it. I've been to the I've been to Premier League nights in the Darts and stuff like that. I'm pretty I, 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 love, I, I really like that. But the PDC became very successful. But essentially, the reason it became successful is because it was run better. It wasn't the, and, and it wasn't a closed shop. You can still, mm. I could join the PDC, you could join the PDC in the morning. You could practice like you're mad for the next 15 years. And you could have an opportunity to play in a world championship final in the PDC. The only difference there is that like, the, the splintering there is, yes, it did diminish the BDO World Championship, but it only diminished the BDO World Championship when the PDC started being uh, started getting all of the, the entities from the BDO. This isn't going mm. to be able to happen. Yes, you might get all the best players that play, playing in there, and I'm not even too sure that will. If UEFA have strap on their big boy pants and actually and actually do the sanctions that they said they're going to do, some players mightn't play in that league because they don't want to like they don't want to risk an international future and stuff like that. But that's all to be seen. We've heard a, a whole lot of rumors, you know, and and the latest. The latest one tonight that that we've heard, it was it was breaking news on a, a news channel here in Ireland, that UEFA exco member believes Chelsea, Real Madrid, and Manchester City will be kicked out of the Champions League this Friday. Congratulations, like, PSG! You've just won the Champions League for the first time in your history. And what what happens further down the line if uh, PSG uh, exercise their right? They'll still have a Champions League. Well, <laughs> maybe they stripped them of it and it goes to Bayern Munich, even though they lost. Mm. But like, I'm, I'm going to take you back. Gonna to, uh, I'm going to take you back to uh, the year 2000. We got to the FA Cup final. Yes. And I came. I I remember coming home on a flight after that. Arrived into Dublin, went to my local pub, and three Man United fans sat in front of me and said, "Sure, you wouldn't have got to that final if United hadn't have gone to the Club World Championship." Man- Manchester United fans are banned from being talked about in this in, in the podcast because they're so. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just, just the mentality of disgrace. You know, so the, Villa win the league next year. That's what will be thrown at us, and it'll be oh that yeah you're tarnished uh, you're tarnished Premier League title. But look, I, I, we we don't know what what the the sanctions are going to be. Honestly, I really really hope these clubs are playing Premier League football and not Super League football. But I don't think there's any way back now. I think I, this is going to dust it. Uh, a minute ago you said you don't think it's going. So you don't think there's any way back for that this is done and dusted, and that they're going to go and play in the the Super League. I, th- I well, I, I don't. I I think I think the Super League will go ahead in some format. Um, I don't. So think... that, that would mean UEFA would have to cave, and the Premier League would stay as they are. Yes. And you think That's that I, 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 Seferin came out today and essentially said, call, he called uh, your man from Juventus, I think he called him a snake today. I, I can't see Seferin backing down at all. I think he's going to expel them all and he's going to say to hell with it. And that's, that's when the rubber meets the road, I think. At the moment, what you have is you've got the 12 clubs puffing their chest out, which is fine. By the way, as well, I, mean, I, I, I would have had a real big soft spot for Barcelona. Barcelona are a billion in debt. Why should you give them any more money? They're just going to mismanage it. Um, like, like that's look. How much more proof do you want? Um, it's not as if that they're like they need the money. They need the other clubs there. Mm. Um, same with Juventus. Juventus aren't exactly in the best uh, aren't in in the best of health off the field. Um, and I would imagine Real Madrid are the same. Real Madrid, the club that did they not sell their training ground in the early two thousands to the to the king of Spain and then. Uh, for mega bucks and bought it back off him for like a fiver or something as well. So like never been too squeaky clean themselves either in the financial side of things. Um, if I'm right in saying that too, because um, out of it as well. Absolutely, that was that was what it was. It was for I think it was something yeah. to do to keep keep Roberto Carlos at the club. They they needed to do something like that to pay for his contract. And then of course you have like Seferin was right. He said. Juventus were involved in match fixing. They were relegated to Serie B, you know, not so long ago. He said only for Alex Ferguson, Manchester United wouldn't wouldn't be an entity in the world map at the moment. You know, he goes, oh, where did Alex Ferguson come from? A, a team like Aberdeen, you know, it's fair play to him. He mentioned Aston Villa, maybe in a somewhat bit of a derogatory way, but he said Aston Villa have won more European Championships than than uh, than a lot of the the the, the, um, the English teams that are looking to looking to join the league. Seferin mm. went on the warpath today, and I think. If I'm pronouncing his name right, it's Seferin. But but if um, I think that 
I think he means business. I think of all of them, I think I think he means business at the moment. Now, whether it's mm. posture or not, or whether it's just uh, just Russian bravado, I don't know. But it's um, it, it's going to be an interesting few days. And to be honest with you, as far as I'm concerned, I think the Premier League just have to get rid of him now and have the, and have those clubs come back to the Premier League cap in hand. It's just a mess. It, it really is. Um, I, I, I don't, like. I can't. I can't see any way back. It, they, like they, they've all said, the forms have been signed here. No, but so, but that's fine. So all like all they've done here is they've told Florentino Perez, who is the chairman and the architect of this. That and by the way, Ed Woodward and the Glazers are the two sna- two snakes. Apparently, that told UEFA. Now this is only one side of the story from UEFA. It told UEFA that everything was fine with the new. Um, coefficient laws that they were bringing in for historical teams um qualifying for the Champions League. They were League. sixth or seventh in the league at the time. Yeah. But they no even even on Thursday apparently. You know this is all hearsay once again a conjecture but apparently yeah. on Thursday the timeline was Woodward said yeah no bother we're going with you and the next thing Woodward then resigns then on on Saturday on Sunday night from the from the European club um, club, uh, what you call a committee or agreement or whatever it is, and then becomes the vice chairman. They've all they've done is they've signed they've signed to each other to stay together. That's all they've done. Once if someone comes to them with a better deal, they haven't signed to an, an external entity at all. They've just signed a, a deal with each other. Essentially, they've just made a made a, a blood brothers pact essentially to stick mm. together through thick and thin. But if they get a better deal from UEFA, and if UEFA cave and give them a better deal, then you know. That's I I can't I think that they have way more flexibility because the Premier League can't be seen to budge in this. They can't be in my book. They can't be seen to budge in this, and UEFA certainly can't. And this isn't to say that the Premier League and UEFA are actually the 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 sob story in this. Aston Villa Football Club, Leeds United Football Club, West Ham Football Club, they're the sob story in this. You know, uh, UEFA and UEFA Sky, uh, the Premier League, they're the architects of their own downfall, blowing smoke at us for the last. That's whatever twenty five years. That it's the best league in the world. That these clubs are huge. That you know that that everybody should support these clubs. No, you, no, you should you should follow these clubs. They're being derogatory towards the likes of Brighton, Burnley, Aston Villa. You know they've been sowing the seeds in this for years, and it's never been tempered down. And we've given out about it. Even the fact mm-hmm. of having Jamie Carragher commentating on Villa, Villa, and and Liverpool, giving Liverpool that extra pizzazz or that extra kind of um step on the podium even just just to have a commentator there because you're paying him like come here there's uh, equally a fault they created this this juggernaut and this behemoth but just because they created it doesn't mean that the boys can go away they're both equally they're they're it's two different arguments so don't get sucked in with when you're having arguments with friends do not get sucked in with the fact that the argument will, will be brought to you from one side that but your sky and everybody created this yes they did but you guys are a massive problem by creating your own your your own league so mm. that doesn't mean that you had to you had, they actually had the cartel as it was the top six clubs are the big six or whatever you want to call them the financial six the seditious six um they had it as they wanted it and they just wanted more. And that's that's the be-all and end-all. The fact that there's no rele- reg- relegation or that it's a closed shop is an absolute disgusting disgrace. Nobody would care about them remaking the Champions League into a smaller format with more money if it was if you could get there and merit. But the fact it's turned into the Eurovision and that the founding members have to have a spot there. And that's essentially what it is. It's like the Eurovision. We're, we're the founding members. We signed the first deal, so therefore we have to get a spot in it. Joke that's shot. The worst, that's the worst it. part of it. Like <sighs> the pl- the players haven't been spoken about at all in this, and UEFA could very easily say, "You sign this deal. You sign for Man United for next season. You're not going to play for a UEFA um, governed club for the next five years." Yep. So what happens to the likes of? Let's pick Axel Tuanzebe. Stays with Man United, not getting a game. He might not play football for the next five years. You know, th- things like that have a lot. There's a lot of consequences. And for me, you know, I do think this will go ahead in some format because papers have been signed. But I, I, I don't want it to be at the detriment of the Premier League. I think that's the most important thing now. I, th- I think they have to come yeah, up with some compromise to try and save it. I agree. I agree, and I've got um, hot under the collar there, but they, and that's why. Yeah, 
I want look. I'm not afraid. I, I believe of it. I believe it will happen. I don't believe the clubs will leave the Premier League. I, I really don't. Um, you have the quote there from from Klopp tonight as well, don't you? That he's allegedly made. Um, you know, it, it's. I I I, don't, I genuinely I I think there was an issue with Jose this morning as well, and that's why he's gone. He wasn't happy with it. Um, the rumours were going around all day. The Klopp wasn't happy about it, and we were going to hear about it obviously because they were playing tonight. Um, have you got it? Um, keep filling time. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I can't imagine any of the managers are happy with this. This this is just extra pressure across the board, across across everybody at a football club. Um, but the fans, you know, do, do you want to go and watch Liverpool versus Barcelona rather than go to Liverpool versus Everton? I don't think so. No way. Um, what rivalries one, are you going to have there? What rivalries are they going to manufacture out of, out of this league? How much is it going to cost? Yeah, you're not going. You're not going to be able to sustain going all around Europe every say four weeks. It's it's not a it's not possible. Only the only the very rich will be able to do that. It's crazy. You 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 talk about uh, Liverpool versus Real Madrid and Liverpool versus Barcelona. That's that's a, a couple of weeks' wages to do that trip. It's going to be next to impossible for the fans to get there on a regular basis. They'll be picking and choosing their games. You won't get to see your team every week. It's nuts. I just can't get my head around it at all. Klopp said, Klopp said it in 2019, and this is this is aside from his, his comments this evening. Klopp said into something like this, I'm paraphrasing again, 2019, he said that who wants to see Liverpool play, play Real Madrid 10 times in the space of, space of three years? Because it's the magic of playing them once and beating a historic team like Liverpool, or having a historic tie like that, seeing it all the time cheapens it, and the fans... The fans have already had a product that was cheapened. He said something along those lines in 2019, mm. and he in his and lest we forget as well, guys, that Liverpool hadn't won the league. Liverpool hadn't won the league at that stage. Now they've won the league; they went out essentially. Like I know, Paddy, you're saying that they have to be allowed into the league. You sign up for that. You know the rules. The rules are L9 in the Premier League rulebook. So as far as I'm concerned, they've served written notice to to the Premier League that they are withdrawing from the league. They can say they want to be in it, all right. That's like the I I put it this way, right? So you sign you you go to a hotel, and you check out, and you come back three days later and say, "Can I still use the sauna? Because I was inside here. Because I I I, use, I paid for this place a couple of couple of days ago. Can I still ago. use the sauna? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I just yeah. go for a lie down above in my room there again? Because I did no. For me, you know the rules. You check out. You're gone. It's not like Hotel California when you check. You can check out, but you can never leave. <laughs> that is that's what they want. That's yeah. what they want in the in in the in the the Super League. But Klopp's Klopp's um, quote, and this is verbatim from um, Sky Sports tonight. People are not happy. I can't understand. I, I can understand that, but I cannot say much more about it. We were not involved in the protest. Uh, in the process, sorry, we were not involved in the process. Not the players. Not me. We didn't know about it. That's that's the case of the fact. The facts are out there. We will have to wait and see how it develops. Um. Clap then went on to say there's no issues with the existing Champions League competition, which he won with Liverpool two seasons ago. And like the competitive factor of football, he added, I like the fact West Ham might be in the Champions League next year. I don't want them to because I want us to be, but I like that they have the chance to be there. You know, it's like, there you go. There you go. If Clap wasn't in the process, and we know we know that Alex Ferguson was barely in the process and wasn't in the process at all for Man United because he came out today and mm. slated you know, but let me let me put the question another way. Do, do you want the Premier League to stay as it is? If 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 there's going to be a Super League, do you want the Premier League to stay as it is? No, no, because if because no, because they've made their bed, they can stay in it. If the unless the Super League is open to them being knocked out, what's the point in having them in the Premier League? If the Premier League would be would be like Scotland. You'd have you'd have six teams that would have considerably more money i mean like not even a small amount we're talking multiples multiples of of money it would be like man city against bolton wanderers every single week from a financial financial point of view and it would just be a stupid entity and you know why and, and we would all just be told suck it up best league in the world isn't it? it's just the best league in the world no it's not because it's completely it's it's completely um loaded against other teams 
Why, so what, why, what, what happens for the rest of this season? Do we throw them out now? I I I would I, I would be of the opinion that they have signed a deal that's in contravention of the Premier League rules. So therefore, they they have now made their involvement in the Premier League null and void until they change their opinion, until they change their um, till they change their their outlook on it, or until either the Premier League changes their outlook, or until the clubs um decide that they want to play by the rules again. The rule is there. The clubs knew about it. The Premier League knows about it. The Premier League stand to lose nothing for the rest of this year. I think that they take swift action. I think they should take swift action, and they should, uh, they should just enforce their rules and then call the bluff. Because this yeah. is the thing, the, the clubs are calling the bluff. So we call the clubs. Sorry, I say we, uh, but the Premier League should call the clubs bluff. Like Paddy, I'll put this to you: Should Aston Villa play the game tomorrow? Like, should should we play? Should we play and, and run the risk of Fernandinho putting on a display like he did la- um, on Sunday? Like he did, he kicked Mason Mount up and down the field, stamped, went about stamping on his head. For a player that, for a club that doesn't even want to be in our league anymore, if it's mm-hmm. about money, should we risk injury to our assets that we pay for that we are going to have to rehabilitate and with considerably less money in the coffers than Man City? I I would be all for Aston Villa not turning up and and and, and making a stand tomorrow. Well, I think I was I was feeling that way this morning, but obviously this game is going to go ahead tonight between Liverpool and Leeds, so. Um, there's probably contractual agreements that need to be in place with the the networks. And that's the big issue here. Are Sky and BT going to pump the money back into this? Sky and BT, well, I think Sky and BT have come out with kind of outline kind of um, statements, not statements today, but like the the vibes from them are that, oh, we're not too happy with this because they must be shitting their pants too. Because you think this is going to go to Sky or BT? It absolutely won't. This is going to go to Disney Plus. It's going to go to Netflix. It's going to go to Amazon. It's going to go to Comcast. It's going to go to be in sports. It's going to go to Saudi Arabia. It's going to go to the Far East. It's going to go to big unregulated markets that are outside the EU. And that's the sad thing about this is they want heavy regulation so that they can't be relegated from their league. Yet they want to make money from every corner of the world. And that's the big problem here is is the the fact that they want a cartel, close shop, monopoly system set up. And who gives them the God-given right to do that? with the game that everybody plays, everybody watches, everybody aspires to be very good at, and the game essentially that basically has made has made many a man rich, yes, but the people who are running the clubs were not rich from this game, and what they want to do is they want to just they want to line their pockets with more money from the game, from people at the lower levels, and from the players themselves. So what happens to the Premier League? Do we relegate anyone this season? Do we do we promote Norwich, Watford, Swansea, Brentford, Bournemouth, Barnsley, top six as it is now? It's madness, yeah, isn't it? This is go this is gonna be a hectic few weeks with decisions to be made. Exactly. But but I think that that's I think that's almost a sideshow. The Premier League will if it needs to to um to promote six teams, it should promote six teams. I think the Premier League should be bullish. But then again, that's just me. Like, I think the fact that, like, if you just go, like, you can't just pander to these clubs. They've committed treason, mm. as you said, as your dad said them yourself. There needs to be repercussions. And if the repercussions are something that they can wriggle out of, that's how they got here in the first place. Financial fair play was never fully. And you can go back and you can watch my video on it, on it for anyone that's out there on YouTube yeah. and you can listen to the podcast. Man City were never fully castigated for their financial fair play issues. They they wriggled out of it through through legal loopholes. Man, AC Milan, I can understand wanting to go to this league because they were done dirty by by uh, by UEFA because their misdemeanors. While yes, they were warned once and they missed, they had a second misdemeanor. They had the book thrown at them by mm-hmm. by UEFA with regards to this. So while I'm not undermining the fact that US UEFA couldn't run a piss up in a brewery in a lot of aspects, in other aspects they can. You know, the, the, the pro- they're not a reason for a breakaway league. There needs to be dialogue. And it, what it turned out was, what it seems to be was, and this is from, obviously only from UEFA side, that there was dialogue, but the boys were doing the dirt in the back, you know, in the back end, creating this league as a posturing me- method. 
uh, we got we got a couple of questions in from people there, Paddy, because uh, we can't answer. And I'm not dancing around the Premier League question. I think that's probably a whole podcast in itself. We can't answer that. We can only kind of really, oh, and, and in um, fairness, this is all relatively new, and we we'll, we'll come back later in the week when things start to, to pan out and have a proper chat about it as we see what the Premier League stance is. Because I'd imagine they're going to spend a few days talking and discussing and seeing what they should do. I think, do you know what the Premier League will do? The Premier League will hide behind their, their behind their tail for a while and see what UEFA do. I can guarantee you that's what will happen. Um, they will hide behind their tail. They'll wait and see what, what UEFA do and they'll come down with a measure that leaves the door open for everybody. Because that is the Premier League. <laughs> you know? Possibly. I think there's just far too much money for them to lose here. That they just they have to be open to negotiation. So like, but then the then then they win the six win. Oh, they That's do. Like, yeah. No, yeah. no matter what happens here, they they win. They hold and, all the bullets. And, they definitely hold all the bullets. Uh, here. It's until until you for the Premier League come out with sanctions, they hold all the bullets. So we'll find out soon enough. I'd imagine. Um, from the Bedford uh, Lions Club, Danny, we've had around the podcast, friend of the podcast. She asked a question here, a hypothetical situation, and you spoke about this at the start of the podcast, Paddy, but we didn't go into what we would actually do. But if Villa were included as a founding club of this so-called Super League, would you still support the club? Um, that's a difficult question. It's hypothetical. But would I renew my season ticket? Probably not. Would I still support the club? Yes. But I wouldn't, I, be around, I wouldn't be flying around Europe to watch them play. And I certainly wouldn't be playing a £100 a game to watch uh, Aston Villa play Schalke. <laughs> yeah, well, Schalke, Schalke, there was a ruse out there that Schalke were going to be the 13th team named. And uh, I fell for it for a period of time until I realised that just because a Twitter site has a million followers doesn't mean that it isn't a satire site. <laughs> and it's not like... Uh, you know, so so yeah. apparently, funny funny things can have lots of followers on Twitter too. Yeah, um, plus, plus my German isn't great. That uh, I, I'd never be able to work again because I I would need two days off to go and watch Aston Villa on a on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night. So that's not going to happen yeah. either. So um, I wouldn't be happy with it. I'd actually be disgusted if we did it. So that that's my honest opinion on it. But they're my club. If I had to sit and watch them on television, obviously I'd want them to win. But I, do I think it's right? Absolutely not. Um, we have uh, another question or two or three here. Um, where they gone to? Uh, would you? This is from Ronan Ward, um, good contributor to the show. Ronan, thanks a million for uh, you know you're always listening, you're always messaging the show and stuff, and you watch our live shows as well. So fair play to you. Uh, would you trust our owners with our history? And I think that's there's a, there's a lot in that question for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, for eight words. <laughs> Would you trust our owners with our history? Because you were to say two weeks ago to the Liverpool fan, do you trust J.W. Henry with the history of Liverpool? They would all say, absolutely. He's brought us Champions Leagues. He's brought us league, league, league titles. He's just upholding our history with this beautiful winning streak that we're on. And now he's mm. tore it down. They've lost all moral high ground. They've lost all... Um, you know, that's the disappointing thing. He's tore down their history, you know. Yeah. Would you trust our owners with our history? Different um, question to answer, but... Yes, I, I do believe I would. I would trust them. Um, if if we looked at our, our previous owners, I trusted Randy Lerner and the stuff he did around the ground and the 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 stuff he did with like the whole pub and stuff like that. I I thought it was fantastic. I would have trusted him too. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have trusted Doctor Tony because I think the dollar signs would have lit up from from his behalf and and we we would be looking at the Super League as well. Um, from the Welsh Brummy, thanks very much, sir, on Twitter at Welsh underscore. Brummy, yes, Welsh underscore Brummy. How many Villa players make the England team if players from the so-called Big Six are banned from playing? <laughs> well, I'll hold, back, I'll hold back four. Hold back four, yeah. <laughs> hold back four. Jack Grealish, Ali Watkins. So there's six anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> argument to be made for no one else really. <laughs> Ross Barkley probably get a shot again. I don't know. Uh, okay. Hey, Emiliano Martinez gets called up to playing goals. Although no, Nick Pope <laughs> is still there. So, uh, and that's probably one area whereby they pick players from not from the not from the scam six. I think at the top. Um, 
Other questions there. With Spurs, this is from your namesake, the, the, the imposter Paddy Kelly, the other Paddy Kelly that uh, <laughs> about 40 times uh, so far I've gone to tag you in post for the podcast and I've very nearly tagged this Paddy <laughs> Kelly. Uh, thanks for listening, Paddy, as always. Other Paddy. Uh, with Spurs in disarray, Arsenal busy in Europe with players dropping like flies. Everton unable to win. Um, could seven still be on the table anyway? regardless of whether they're kicked out or not. Like, you know, are we... Because a lot of those teams are in disarray. Yeah, I, I, I think seventh is is achievable. Um, but uh, it, it depends on what this side show is going to bring us in the next few weeks. Um, you know, there's a lot of... T- you're, you're looking at West Ham being in the Champions League regardless. It's, 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 just, it's just throwing everything into disarray from my point of view. Um... Like we're we're going to talk about the Man City game in a few a few days. Is there Roy going to be on the ball? The league is won. They only need a couple of more wins or whatever it is. Plus they have a cup final at the weekend. But then again, their second team would equally be able to put it up to us. So yeah, yeah. I, it's not out. It's not completely beyond the realms of possibilities. But um, we've we've a lot of games against teams higher than us. But I wouldn't be worried about uh, Everton. I, I, I've watched them twice in the last few weeks and I thought they were poor. Um, and we've got to play them twice. So a couple a couple of wins and, you know, we're, we're, we're back talking about Europe again. So it's not beyond us, but it'll be difficult. Uh, Simon, Simon Waiton. Apologies, Simon, if I pronounced your name incorrectly there. Um if the Super League goes, if the Super League goes ahead, is top ten finish going to mean Champions League football for the for the mighty Aston Villa next season? If so, do we risk Jack not being one hundred percent to give us the best chance of a top ten finish? I think we've kind of indirectly answered that question. Um, Osala's on the bench for Liverpool. Fair play to you, Liverpool. Um, uh, we've kind of answered that question indirectly. I think that um, it really all depends on what happens with the Premier League. If the Premier League um, kind of cut the I, I suppose if they if they cut the legs out from underneath the six teams and basically say, yeah, listen, we're going to finish out the league, but your results are null and void uh, for the league, that's fine. We, we'll finish it out from an integrity standpoint, but your results are, n- are null and void. And then they go with the teams that are going to be actual members going forward. It could potentially happen. But until, as I say, I think the Premier League will look from the long grass and see what UEFA do and then come up with some sort of namby-pamby me- mediocre kind of... Um, uh, kind of, kind of situation with it, which is no, no annoying. With the with the top ten, because um, Arsenal could finish outside the top ten. Uh, Spurs could fall apart. Uh, Leicester is still up there, so Leicester will probably finish in the top four. So we probably do need to finish seventh or eighth, preferably. Mm. So um, it'll be interesting. But as I said, there's a lot of decisions to be made at UEFA and. Premier League before we've got to worry about that. Yeah. Declan O'Donoghue says, do you think our owners would be any different regarding the ESL if they'd be mixing it with the top four regularly? I feel like they're like Liverpool owners willing to invest in until yesterday regarding Liverpool. Good owners. I think they'd be exactly the same and go for the ESL. We've kind of mentioned that. We've kind of answered that in our rants earlier. We can only answer it in the here and now. Um, if we were to answer this question in five or six years' time and we're getting regularly into the Champions League and finishing fourth or fifth every year, it might be a different answer, but we can only answer as we are now. And you know, that question about trusting the owners, I think I think that was what we how we answered the question for now. Yeah. David Scott, who did a fantastic version of I'm Dreaming of uh, of a White Christmas um for the podcast. We might have six finish. finish. <laughs> Yes, yeah, top six finish, sorry, at Christmas time. David, uh, thanks very much for that. Um, he says, I suppose an Irish prim- by, with Irish Premier League fans, by and large, are barstool supporters just watching the TV and go, don't go to see the Man United's or Liverpool's. So do Irish fans at these clubs care? I don't see any of my pool friends, uh, fan friends disowning them. And I think that's a fair comment. And that probably kind of came back to, to, I suppose, what you said there is that, you know, this is really going to, like, this isn't going to affect um John the Liverpool fan from Termafecan, you know, this is gonna mm. affect John the Liverpool fan from the Wirral. 
You know, that's yeah. that's who this is really going to affect because this is like tearing a part of his soul out and especially Liverpool. And I say Liverpool so much because that's why it's so disappointing because they are the ethos of a nodal, a regional, city-based identity ethos club. You know, you name it. That club has gotten that, got like that club has been through the mire and... They like the the people buy into that club, and I think they've they feel a small a bit tarnished after today. Um, do, do, do which teams don't uh, don't belong in the Super League, and why is <laughs> Mark Bannister answering his own question? Which teams <laughs> don't belong in the Super League, and why is it Spurs, Arsenal, Man City, and Schalke? <laughs> <laughs> I was asked what I was having for tea, and I had salmon and rice. Uh, how about thanks a million for that? Um. What's the pod's view? So, so Roderick Humble has said, as asked us, what's the pod's view on the best result for Villa out of the current developments? I think we've kind of answered that as well. I think we won't just want the best for Aston Villa, we want the best. Genuinely, I kind of do in, in a roundabout way, I want the best for football in general because, yeah. um, there's a, there's a lot of posturing out, oh, yeah, but you know, if UEFA and, and the Premier League run things correctly, teams like Burn Bury wouldn't have gone out of business. That was the English Football League's problem. The English Football League stopped Bill Kenwright from giving Bury one million pounds as a non-refundable loan. He wanted to just give them a million quid. And the English Football League said no because he was still on the board of Everton. So that isn't zero, nothing, absolutely less than zero to do with anything that's going on here. Do not let friends or family dupe you into thinking that that is the reason why, why what is happening is happening. It just isn't. Um, there's three different sets of financial fair play for anybody out there. There's UEFA's financial fair play, which dictates any teams that get into their leagues being sanctioned with. There's the English uh, Premier League, which dictates the sanctions given down there. And then the Football League. The championship, championship is one set of rules. And then League One and League Two have different set of rules. You can go back and you can watch the football the, the football fair play um, podcast. Or you can watch it on YouTube as well because uh, I tried my best to give a good uh, roundup of that. And there's a couple of names like Seferin, uh comes uh, <laughs> comes to light there as well. And he seems to be a no-nonsense guy. Um, and we're going to finish up with this one. Actually, there's two more. So there's one completely unrelated. Actually, we'll keep this for, for the Man City because we're only going to do like five minutes on the Man City preview because they don't deserve any more of our time, to be honest with you. But Gerard has said, will we be in with a chance of winning the People's League next year? Or could our owners lose interest now? I've got to answer the first question. Will we be in, a, in with a chance to win the People's League? When you said, Paddy, that, our, that it would be sullied and it would be tarnished if we won it next year, it wouldn't. It would be the People's League. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> I'd, so, still, I'd still rather win the Premier League as is. And that's just that's just a, a traditionalist in me. I know, but Paddy, that, it wouldn't be your fault or my fault that we couldn't win it. No, absolutely. You know, it wouldn't be um, our fault. And look, if somebody breaks the rules, and somebody said to me as well today, yeah, but look, they're only just testing the rules. You know, they're testing the rules and calling someone's bluff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll go up to Tesco now later on. I'll stu I'll stuff my pockets full of Pringles and I'll walk out the door. And do you know what I'll do? I'll test the rules of shoplifting. The rules are there. You yeah. follow them or you don't. Well, the, the the concerning thing is everybody has said that a deal has been signed. That's the worry. If a deal has been signed, then they're gone. It just depends on how the Premier League deal with this and what kind of effect it's going to have on the Pre do the Premier League feel that there's absolutely no way that they continue as a Premier League club, then so be it. It We'll just have to get on with it. But I would like to think um, that they can, you know, it just seems like there's too many teams in this Super League for me. Like, they've, they've all got to play half the teams. So that's nine games, which, let's face it, they probably did do it this year with Champions League, which leads me to think that they can fit them in around it. Um, but if if some of the things are murmured that you know players can't play for their country, um, there's the they can't be involved in their their country's league. There's the, there's a whole lot of ifs, buts, and maybes. But for me, I really want it to stay the way it is. Um, but I, I I can't see them stopping it if there's stuff signed now. There's just too much money at stake. Fair play to Leeds. Uh, I wish I could show you guys, but Leeds the Leeds T-shirts. Uh, that they're wearing, check it out. Uh, fair play to them, and also Leeds have a 
a banner up that says earn it on the pitch footballers for the fans as well and Leeds did Leeds did an ultimate shit how was read today they called them um, uh, Merseyside Red versus Leeds they changed all the names of the six seditious clubs on their website to the <laughs> pro evolution soccer teams whereby they didn't have the I think so John McGinn did that on Twitter last night yeah, 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 that was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, let's get to five minutes for this nobody team from up north. This, uh, um, we're at this this former second division team that, um, you know, that, that had a bit of class at one stage. Um, but Manchester Manchester City are, um, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. The Manchester City released a statement that was essentially the exact statement that Joe that Joe Glazier wrote. So, like, that really sums it up. When a Manchester, when the Manchester United chairman more or less writes the statement for Manchester City, that tells you all you need to know about this whole thing. But we're playing Man City on Wednesday. I'm all for sending the under 18s out there, sharpening the sharpening the studs, and kick them up in the air for for 90 minutes. Let them all get sent off for all I care. That's where I am at the moment. But then we know that's not going to happen. What's just, the crack just, with you, Paddy? Just before we we crack on with that, just a reminder that it's not too long ago like 20 years since I sat with my father watching Man City get out of the third division of English football. Yes. Yep. And I was delighted for him that time. They oh, so was I in their, their horrible navy and yellow stripes against Gillingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like Nile Quinn that scored that day. Nile Quinn played that day. I think Nile Sean Goater would have been the, yes. the man at You're the right. time. Um, so, you know... This this is a club that's been completely fabricated by money and and, and thrown together by by uh, by <laughs> I even forget his name, Sheikh Mansour Mansour yeah so uh, yeah um, so we got to we got to play them Wednesday um, which is one I never enjoy given the fact that most of my family support Man City but I just got to get on with it. Um, it's going to be tough. They, they, they are missing a few players. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is out. Sergio Aguero is out. But as we all well know, they could change and play. You know, the, the players that they have on the bench are incredible. And they could probably be equally as good. So, um, depends what depends what he puts out there. Depends what he sees as his, his best side available to him. Or if he plays his best side, given that they have a trip to Wembley next Sunday as well against Spurs. In the Carabao Cup final, um, yeah, it's I, I don't know what more we can say about it because we really have no idea what kind of team is going to go go out there. Um, I don't envisage Jack being back either. Um, judging by what he's doing on Instagram and he's still in the gym, so um, I'm not giving us much hope. But I'm not I'm not going to uh, nail my colours to the mass against Liverpool and uh, predict that we lose and it actually happen. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw on this one. Do you know what? Let's go full circle. 7-2 Aston Villa. That's what I'm going <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? 7-2 <laughs> Aston Villa. Um, there was actually an interesting one, uh, an interesting message there that was, and do you know what? You know what? You know when somebody knows what to, to say the right things to you? You know, you know, when it's, when it's like if somebody goes, they said, yeah, I can only say that to Neil because he'll really like that or he might consider that message. And and you know what? I I, I kind of did consider the message. And, and the more I think about it, the more I think it might be absolutely crazy all, at all. But um, I'm just trying to figure out, trying to uh, just, just figure out or get up here who it was that sent it to me. But basically what it was, was talk amongst yourselves again. Uh, it was from Christopher Howdle. Why not try Howes centre half? Ming's a defensive midfielder. It gives us height and strength, and we don't have to look at, at Louise in the middle. Interesting. That's, look, I wouldn't dismiss it out of hand. No, you know me, but Courtney Howes, like you know me, you know my my irrational love for Courtney <laughs> Howes. Yeah. Um. No, that's definitely an option. You know, he's he's a, he's a ball he's ball playing. We've seen him dribble the ball out from the back and and. And frighten the shit out of us on numerous occasions. So, why not let him do it a little bit more forward when we've got cover if he loses it? Um, not that's not a, a bad, uh, a bad it's idea. A bad, and it's not to say that we would just, you know, uh, get rid of Douglas Louise, but 
you know, against a team like Liverpool, it would allow us to drop into a, uh, into a five at the back very easily if we needed yeah. to. Uh, and it would allow us to drop into a five at the back, or uh, to three at the back, and let Cash and Target go 90 to the gallon and the overlap up the wings, you know, as well. Mm. So, you know what? It's not a bad idea. It's not as mad as it looks on paper. <laughs> as you say, yeah, there's, there's merit to it. There's very much merit to it. And as you say, um, Courtney House is always welcome in my team. Always welcome yeah. in my team, um, because I think that he's criminally underrated. But, I don't uh, think we'll, I don't think it's something we're going to see. But however, no, maybe no. If we, maybe if we were really caught for injuries in the middle of midfield, it might be something that could happen. Um, yeah. But as it stands, um, all our injuries seem to be up the top end of the pitch. Um, we'll be without Trezeguet, obviously, and I don't think we've spoken about it since. So we would like to wish him well on his recovery from. Is injury, and I hope for his sake it's not as long as we've had with uh, Tom Heaton and Wesley, because yeah. it's, it took them so long to get back. Uh, youth is on his side; it's a tough one to come back from. So uh, all the best, Trez. I hope it comes. I hope it comes around quickly for you. Um, so Bertie carrying an injury as well, probably will be fit. Uh, Jack looking like he will be out. Judging that we're only looking at him in on a bike as usual with uh, one of the coaches, and um, we even saw him singing about Glen Whelan today on on Instagram. If you if you haven't <laughs> seen it, check it out. Um, it was good to know that I'm better at something than Jack Grealish and that singing. <laughs> yeah, you've got better you've better fashion sense than Jack Grealish as well. <laughs> Probably. Honest face, honest face. Right, lads, look, we're going to leave it at that. And just for Brizio Romano, as uh, said, that Sevilla have also distanced themselves from the, from the Super League. So maybe the Super League are finding it difficult to recruit their final three, final three members, uh, you know, because they need to have teams of certain prestige. And it mm. seems that they've been knocked back by Munich, Dortmund, uh, PSG. And, and I would imagine, I know the PSG haven't come out and said anything yet, but I imagine after Andrew Herrera's comments today that they have been at least briefed in it. Little note on that, Dortmund... And Munich were given 30 days to sign up. PSG were given 14 days to sign up. That all was from, I think it was Sunday. So there is, there may be another shoe to drop with those, provided and yeah. how proposals go. But at the moment, Caroline's Rummenigge came out and said that they had not, they want nothing to do with it, as did Leipzig, as did Dortmund. So you know, there seems to be a bit of solidarity amongst a lot of, a lot of clubs there that... Uh, that, that don't want to get involved in it. My um, German friend is also um, of the opinion that a lot of the clubs out there are very unhappy that there's six Premier League clubs in it as well. So that might have a lot to do with it. So they may have shot themselves in the foot, bringing the likes of Spurs and Arsenal into that. Uh, it's, it's amazing that Leicester weren't even considered, or maybe they were. We don't know that for sure. Um, Crazy stuff. Yeah, look, to be honest with you, it's probably too too early for Leicester as well. You know, just, just from the point of view yeah. of a Super League. You know, a Super League is too... But look, the point out. It's, it's too early for Arsenal. It's too early for Spurs. Too early for Spurs. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. If you really want the Super League, do you need to pad it out? Like, that's that's the, the problem that, that they have with the Champions League is that they say, like, uh, Lech Poznan might be in the Champions League or, uh, I don't know, you name a team, Steyr Bucharest might be in the Champions League. Cyprus Crest have won the, have won the European Cup, yeah. you know, pre, in previous years. So that's their problem with the with the said. Oh, nobody wants to see you know Apoel Nicosia versus Real Madrid. Yeah, but like nobody's really going to want to see Arsenal versus Real Madrid for four or five times a season, and you know, like it might get messy, might get messy at certain stages there. You know, with, with regards to this. Listen, we've gone back into this again. We could we stay have. here. Liverpool kicked off ten minutes ago in Leeds. I want to see, I wanted to see the 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 this I think this could be a feisty one. I think there will be cards in it. I think there's gonna be a bit of a backlash. Um and look, we know the way that Leeds like to play. So um I'm I'm looking forward to this. My prediction for the week for, for the weekend, I think we're gonna see a one all draw as well, as same as Paddy. I think Villa come out with a bit of steam. I don't know what way Man City will be um yeah. will be up for this, but I hope that we absolute absolutely rattle them and you know, I, I think we will. I think we will still be smarting from the decision that was made against us in the first game. Um, yes. So, so I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that they're up for it. I hope they'll give it a good go, and I'm hopeful for a point. 
Excellent. Lads, we're going to leave it there. For those of you who didn't like our 20-minute podcast, here's an hour-long one for you and more to come. <laughs> Absolutely more to come. Uh, but thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Thanks to the Sports Social Podcast Network for, for having us. Um, this is the second one that's going to go up with the uh, go up in that podcast network at the moment uh we're sorry to all of you for the swearing but we're not going to change um so if you don't like it you see the explicit lyrics <laughs> uh explicit lyrics sign on the podcast but thank you so much you can follow paddy on at villa paddy you can follow me on at love mcgrath pod catch us out on youtube please 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 uh subscribe to our youtube channel we're trying to build subscribers there we're going to start doing more things on that channel it will be on the channel specifically only obviously the podcast isn't going anywhere we're just upping our output uh because we just have so much to say in this mad mad world of mad, football mad world. and apo- apologies for my what seemed like i was contradicting myself earlier in the show just couldn't get the words out <laughs> that's okay i'm i'm here to keep you to keep you on the straight and narrow penny that's <laughs> i might make sense a lot of the times but my ears work my mouth doesn't work but my ears work um that's all good. That's all good. Listen, listen, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I hope Villa go out and do the business and they really show these uh, sedis- the seditious six what we're made of. We've already terrorised uh, Arsenal twice this year. We've given Spurs... Well, we didn't really give Spurs a good game of it last time. They uh, they kind of took us around the woodshed, but we've also, uh, you know, humiliated Liverpool and... Um, you know, here here's to it again. Let's 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 play like a team scorned and uphold the values of the Premier League. Uh, so until we'll be back actually on Wednesday with the team sheet tantrum. Um, yep. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't ask Paddy whether he was around to do that. Be fine. I, I said it and I was just hoping he was. But uh, we'll be back with that live show on YouTube only and on sorry, on YouTube and on Facebook, uh, Facebook Live only. So catch us up for that. Listen, here comes an hour long. Uh, podcast. Thanks so much. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.